Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. favorite smugglers ken derek and myself mike um we're we're gonna do a san diego comic-con recap and i found that last remaining star wars fan that was still on the floor on the final day of san diego comic-con and here's the sound clip i got from him soon when i rest yes (laughs) he sounds a little beat yeah a little a little rough a little hoarse like he's got a little uh, a little grover in his vo- his throat. <laughs> so, um surprised but not surprised on the amount of news from San Diego considering D23 was the week before. <laughs> yeah, or lack thereof. Right. Yeah. So, um Lucasfilm did not well, Lucasfilm had a presence to show some props and costumes. That was it. Um uh, but we'll talk about that. Um, but some of the licensees had, had some some panels. Uh, Lucasfilm Publishing had a panel. So um, why don't we start with with an unexpected license that came out? And I tell that you, I, <laughs> I did not see this at Celebration. I wish they had it there. They should have had it there. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I mean, the they one should that have this everywhere, including my garage. That we're all completely jealous of? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's been a long time since we were children. Long time. And you uh, for yourself? Less long for you, but still long. <laughs> when I was a child, if they had this item... <laughs> Well, I would have never, I would have never grown up. Although my wife would say I never did, but anyway. I was gonna say, did any of us ever grow up? <laughs> I, I have not grown up. My parents, my mom, still calls me Peter Pan. <laughs> um, I just want to say this company better hurry up and make an adult version of this. <laughs> I can only well, if, if the um, kids' version of this price point is any um, indication. I know. We that's wouldn't was, be able to afford the adult version. That's what I was just going to say. I'm like, yeah. I can't even imagine how much that would cost. So let's get to it, shall we? So there's a little company you may have heard of called Radio Flyer. Who? Uh, they're famous for some stuff. I don't know what they did. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> what they did. <laughs> <laughs> what they did was create a kid-sized version, uh, motorized version of Luke's land speeder from A New Hope. That's right. So now your kids can drive around in Luke's land speeder. Now, for the record, Radio Flyer is known for their wagons and their trikes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not not awesome 
Well, here, here's I know I'm, I'm looking at their website, and they also have a Tesla Model S for kids. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> now here, this is from Nerdist.com, and I like this. This is going to be. I'm going to save this for a band name someday. This kid-sized piece of awesome. That'd be a great band name. Uh, is designed to look just like Luke Skywalker's X thirty four Landspeeder. You no, know, it could it could be an episode name too. Episode yeah, twenty eight. Kid size piece kid of size awesome. Piece of awesome. That is pretty good actually. <laughs> uh, it has room for two pint size writers, or oops, <laughs> or one large money wasting toy ruining nerdist writer. <laughs> Uh, it has a control panel with sound effects from the movie and a top speed of about five miles per hour. So you'll be cruising along. Uh, it has a lot of attention to detail. It's got all the dings and dents that you you know. Uh, and it's even painted with intentional scraping and the sort of faded color scheme one can expect on a planet with two suns. <laughs> Here we go, kids. Uh, if you're if you want to purchase it, it's going to be available in September of this year for at Toys R Us. Or you can pre-order it, and it's going to cost five hundred dollars. I'm sorry, four hundred and ninety-nine dollars. <laughs> One million dollars. <laughs> it might as well be. Uh, runs on twelve volt rechargeable battery. Has a maximum weight of one hundred and thirty pounds. Yeah. Man. <laughs> and uh yeah. Five hundred bucks and your child can be driving around in a land speeder. It is not available yet on Amazon. No. Well no, this is a Toys R Us exclusive. Yeah, so you can pre order on Toys R Us. Uh, shame on them for that. <laughs> they gotta figure out some way for people to come into their stores. <laughs> you know, at five hundred bucks here, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter where they sell it. I yeah, but get. if they had it in adult sizes, we would get it at that. We would pay that price. I'd have to yeah. mortgage my. I'd have to to sell my house to get it. <laughs> yeah, but you know you'd do it. <laughs> I wouldn't live long though, because my wife would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all would be dead. No more show if we actually <laughs> went for it. <laughs> if we went for this, it's so uh, it's so awesome though. It's it's a perfect replica, and it's just ugh. It even has the uh, the steering controls on the right side. Yes. Yeah. Now, I love the effects. Start up, shut down, flying, C-3PO, R2-D2, <laughs> and Luke. Yeah. This there's got to be, be amazing. There's got to be adult sizes somewhere. That's, well, that's Mike, has the, Mike luckily has a young, uh, um, short person in his house that could actually drive one of this and fly, drive it around. That is true. Yeah, you, you guys want to help chip in the 500 bucks? <laughs> we may have to somehow let her know that this is there. Oh, I have yet to show it to her because I know what would happen. <laughs> That's what I said. We may have to um, somehow show her. <laughs> so so the question is, y'all have uh, help pitch in the 500 bucks? Sure, I got a jar of quarters over here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll sell my Batman trading cards from 1989 and, and I'll give you all the profits from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dollar fifty, right? No, at one twenty-five. Where are you selling them at? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> no, you could buy a whole set of that for five bucks, complete set. Yeah, but that's not the only new thing coming. Um, the in the 
Last Jedi, we're getting. We mentioned last. I mentioned last show from that behind the scenes reel. We're getting some new creatures in the Last Jedi, yeah. including more cute and cuddly ones. These ones, oh. um, anybody who's um, she's all over fandom, but anybody who's ever heard the name Teresa Delgado, she's already given these guys their um, nickname. Now I'm talking about the Porgs. Um, they're cute little creatures. They look. They do look like space penguins with no um, beak. <laughs> it's like you mix a space penguin with a guinea pig. They're, these are what happens when you combine schmooze with penguins. <laughs> and they're cute. They are definitely cute and cuddly. Um, now, StarWars.com actually um, was talking with Pablo Hidalgo about these characters. Um, and some of the questions they came up with, they only have a couple questions on here. They asked, so Pablo, right now, we all know, um, all we know is that these little guys are called Porgs. That's P-O-R-G-S. Not to be confused with Pogs, which died rapidly in the early 2000s. <laughs> now, what else can you tell us about them that, that won't make Ryan Johnson ask StarWars.com to be shut down and erased from the internet? So Pablo says that um, Porgs are native to Aktu, and can be found dwelling among the cliffs of the island where Luke and Ray are. Oh, so this basically is the Star Wars version of Puffins. Ah, nice. So that explains why there's so many um, birds flying around. See, now, so not, in many not ways, penguins puffins that's right um isn't that what the birds are that are on skylar michael it's a sanctuary for some bird i believe it's puffins i don't know ah there it says right there star wars version of puffins hey that's the next sentence (laughs) um now they they build nests they can fly and their babies are called porglets (laughs) of course they are (laughs) but i tell you it looks all they look like a penguin with the um the face of a guinea pig on them (laughs) but um the next question they had was based on their demeanor um, would it be wrong to in assuming they're friendly? Uh, according to Pablo, given how rarely their island has visitors, their curiosity outweighs their skittishness um, or any skittishness they may have. And then um, how do we know or do you know where they actually got the name from? I guess if you'd um, you'd have to ask Ryan Johnson, um, he had he came up with the name and the idea of the Porgs fully hatched, so to speak. Uh, last two questions was. At the D23 behind-the-scenes reel, which we talked about last week, uh, we see that Porgs, or at least a Porg, were made through actual practical effects. Uh, according to Pablo, the Porgs are, are realized through a variety of effects, depending on what's needed. Sometimes they're puppets, and the puppeteers digitally are digitally removed from the shot. Other times, they're entirely CG. Uh, the last question was, I saw a fan art of Porgs on Twitter on the same day they were revealed. Fans just seem to instantly connect with them. Why do you think that is? Uh, uh, according to Pablo, ever since that roadside scavenger let out that belch outside Jabba's palace in the Return of the Jedi, the idea that there's an entire animal kingdom living amid um, living amid the drama and adventure of Star Wars saga is a compelling one. Besides, um, besides, porgs are cute. You fall into the, those deep, soulful eyes. I think a lot of people are going to want porgs as a pet. Yeah, I could definitely see in the um, in the Last Jedi toys that are coming out getting stuffed porgs. <laughs> Yeah, be the although that sounds, of the, that sounds weird, but... Well, yeah, but it's like getting the stuffed Ewoks like you said when you were a kid. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, you get the porks here. And I tell you, coming right behind... To come in on the cuteness meter right behind baby Ewoks would ha- probably be these porks as number two in the Star Wars <laughs> universe. They are adorable. You, you know what they would be perfect for? Lunch. Porks I mean, do? Uh, <laughs> s- sni- they'd be perfect for sniping in Battlefront 2. <laughs> oh. Right there, right there with the Ewoks. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Oops. <laughs> oh, don't worry, don't worry. You only said it to us. No one else is listening. Okay. Shh. 
sure. So I was on the private comm channel. That's right. We have a private comm channel? I did not know that. <laughs> I guess I don't have to well, say anything well, in public. Mike there. and I have... Mike and I have a private comm channel. I don't know if you're on it or not. I see. <laughs> see, I, I, I'm going to switch to it now. Okay, I hope it's working quite. That's the helium. Never mind. <laughs> so. That's okay. <laughs> so with the porgs. Private comm channel. Um, I'm not sure if we see any of the porgs at San Diego Comic Con. I don't. I'm not sure if they showed them there. But at Comic Con, Lucasfilm did have four props and costumes from the movie, uh, from the Last Jedi. And of course, they also had, um, you know, like a small little set piece for it as well. Uh, we see Kai Thernally. Now he. He almost, she almost looks like, um, Eloasti. Same race. Um, it, she's a skillful pilot of the Abedin, Abednedo descent. Uh, and she flies as Poe Dameron's wingman following the evacuation of Dakar. Um, Dakar? Then, I remember that, Cologne. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we have Name Nam, the Solston pilot who was vital in bringing his people into the rebellion during the Galactic Civil War. Uh, Name Nam continues to loyally serve Princess Leia Organa as a member of the, of the Resistance. Um, this is a Star Wars legacy character faithfully recreated by the Creature Effects team for The Last Jedi. <laughs> Maybe it, it's it, just the picture, but it looks like his head got fatter. Yeah, a little bit. Well, we, we mentioned hey. that. We mentioned that when we talked to Mike, and he said, "Yeah, it seemed like it did just a hair." Mm. But I think well, you got to remember, as you grow, as you grow older, you stop growing up, and you start you continue growing though in other areas. True. Leave, leave my backside out of this. <laughs> um, I just think it's funny. He's an X-wing pilot, but his he, he's not wearing an X-wing costume mm. or uniform. He's wearing. It almost looks like the same outfit from Return of the Jedi. It's just yeah. he has a helmet to go with yeah. it. Well, it's um, actually that could be the um, because that is a jumpsuit he's wearing, the orange jumpsuit, and the vest. Actually, you put that together. If you look at Pose, the next one down, Pose could actually be a vest that's closed up and put the breather unit on the front of it. So that could actually seal up the front of that vest to then add your life support equipment on top of it. True. Yeah. Or he's just wearing a vest over his flight suit because that is a flight suit he's wearing. Yeah. Um, then we have Poe Dameron. Uh, we see his costume. And then, pleasant surprise, we get BB-8 on set on this as well. So, Which, met BB-8 at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, BB-8's awesome in person. I saw him at that. Um, <clears throat> they had one of the BB-8 models at um, that Star Wars power and costume exhibit. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Zoe had a he blast. Is tiny. Zoe had a blast with him at at uh, at studios when she met him because <laughs> you ha- you have a little meet and greet area with him at studios and it's official. Oh. BB-8 is our favorite droid. <laughs> cool, but I, I've known that for a while. So, um, yeah, I mean the the, the set pieces and costumes look cool. Uh, obviously, I don't think this. Is, well, I don't know. This could be a part. A, a rep. Well, I don't know if, if it's a replica of an actual set piece because uh, the console is something we would see. We saw in uh, Force Awakens as well. 
the hallway looks like something you you would have seen on a ship. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It actually reminds me the um, the way they have this stage and set up. It reminds me of that um, exhibit at the museum. It's, it looks like the same people actually set this up. Yeah, I set up that power of costume exhibit. Yeah, I mean, it probably, so obviously, obviously it's a different set, but it probably is the same people. Yeah, and it's supposed to obviously it's supposed to look like the Resistance War Room because that's the um, the panel the wall panel they have between them all. Just seems it's too the war room. It just seems too bright unless they're in some sort of new building instead of where they were. Um, well, of course it's going to be bright. They're out on the floor at San Diego Comic Con. This is true. So, speaking, so they have to have it open and bright so you can see it too. Oh, well, speaking of opening and bright, um, Hasbro. Of course, yeah. This is one of the yearly mecha things from the start of the Geek New Year. Yeah. So there, there was a panel, Hasbro panel, of course. Um, it was started by, it was opened up by brand marketing uh, consultant Andy Ochiltree. That's an interesting name. Uh, and he introduced the team. He discussed the phenomenon that was Force Friday in 2015. And he, had, oh, he, he, yeah, he expects it to be <laughs> even bigger this year. Uh, that wouldn't be hard to do. I don't know. There is no news for Force Friday 2 at this point, but he said there will be a fair amount of announcements forthcoming as we get closer. So, uh, this article is on rebelscum.com, by the way, and there's some nice pictures to go along with it, if you'd like to check those out. <clears throat> the first thing they talked about was the Black Series 6-inch panel. Uh, and he started off the show with all the convention exclusives that were available for sale to attendees. Uh, he highlighted the sets, the SDC ver- SDCC version of Luke Skywalker's Land Speeder, apart from the version available for wide release in the fall, uh, which they don't get into detail, unfortunately. Oh, they do. Right. <laughs> uh, it features premium packing, one of the finest quality packages Hasbro has produced. Uh, finer quality tunic on the soft goods and more deco in the engine, as well as moving parts. Hmm. Oh, interesting. I wonder what moves. Uh, the obvious difference with the Grand Admiral Thrawn exclusive is the accessories. Uh, once again, Hasbro drew attention to the Holy Grail. Patrick Schneider, brand manager, introduced Black Series Ray's Force FX lightsaber. Uh, noting how this slightly differs from the Luke Skywalker version from Episode 4. Uh, then Steve Evans, the design director, spoke about the awesome diorama that's in the photo gallery. He noted the hundreds of man hours between builders that went into this set. Sam Smith, design manager, explained the diorama tells a story and has a clear start and end. Hasbro used their 3D printers, but had to work in between times. The printers were used for normal business functions. Uh, and he talked a little bit about the Millennium Falcon and how it's composed of more than 60 sections and featured a fiber optic cockpit where every switch lights up. Impressive. Most impressive. <laughs> Most impressive. Then they had a fun game of what's missing from the diorama. Uh, and everyone guessed correctly the Rebel Fleet Trooper. Hasbro showed the new design for the character that will be available in late 2017. He'll have a removable helmet and include the Death Star data card from Rogue One. Woohoo! A removable helmet? Oh boy. <laughs> huh. 
And Hasbro focused on the Sand Trooper scene and asked what was missing again. Some people wondered if it could be Owen and Baru, uh, slightly charred. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't say that. I had a, uh, or perhaps the Crate Dragon. That'd be cool. They're not charred. They're at the barbecue. <laughs> yeah. And others correctly guessed the Dewback. He will not be available until 2018. Has an articulated mouth and tongue. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Ah, then they showed a fan request favorite, Captain Rex, Phase 2. Hasbro noted the weld marks on his Phase 2 armor and the kill count on his head. He also has a removable helmet. Hasbro then showed the new Force Awakens Resistance Base Ray side-by-side with Captain Rex to show off the new face molds based on scans. They had some photos of Leia and various costumes, including Hoth, Endor, and General. Uh, and I said there was a lot of great designs to work with, suggesting we may seem, see some of these in the future. Hasbro showed us the new General Layer figure that features a removable jacket. Ooh. And they rounded out the six-inch segment with the reveal of the Force Awakens Maz Kanata, which includes openable chest and details inside and a removable lightsaber. Her goggles also, also articulate and move on and off her eyes. Uh then they talked about the, they did the three and three quarter inch universe panel, Star Wars universe panel, uh, with Kevin Mac, Massiver from the global brand team and Sam Smith, who introduced Hoth Leia. Uh, they said this is part of a Hoth theme. Uh, next up was Hoth Luke with articulated Wampa featuring a removable arm. Which that I saw the picture of that it looks awesome. Yeah, the it new does. Wampa and a removable yeah. arm. I love that. Uh, and then Darth Vader and Probe Droid. Then they unveiled the Rathtar, who jokingly escaped his cage early at SDC preview night. <laughs> then showed us Han Solo and Boba Fett 2-pack and Qui-Gon Jinn and Darth Maul 2-pack, featuring articulated wrists and a break-apart saber for Darth Maul. That's cool. And finally, a final edition of em- Emperor Palpatine featuring a PVC cloak and swappable lightning hands. That'd be a good band name, too. Swappable lightning hands. <laughs> uh, then they did the three and three quarter inch vintage collection. Uh, <laughs> it says they showed a promotional vi- video from Star Wars Celebration, and Patrick handed out tissues to the crowd, <laughs> which he really did. It's not a joke. Interesting. Uh, remind us the figures will be super articulated. Did you see these at Celebration, Mike? I saw the figures. Uh there's pictures on the on the Facebook page of the figures that they had there. I didn't see the actual panel. Mm. Uh, feature classic characters that have not yet been done. Reissues of characters unmet of unmet demand. New characters from films and repacks of characters from classic and modern super articulated lines. And of course, this also includes the fan voted figure, Doctor Afra. Yes, indeed. Uh, so they said uh, he wants. They want to plan this line with fans and not for them. Uh, noted that the Ray will be the first character in the line, not numbered, but also part of the line will be Cal Ren, First Order Stormtrooper, uh, Rebel Hawk Trooper, and uh, somebody named Doctor Afra. <laughs> the interesting thing, though, the Doctor Afra packaging has her as Star Wars Legends. It's like yeah. I thought Legends was the old expanded universe. Hmm. Uh, Afra's in the regular canon. Yeah, but I think I don't know. Hopefully, they'll change. Hopefully, that's been something that they've caught and cor- and will have corrected. 
Unless they're just doing that because she's a comic-only character right now. I don't yeah, know. that could be, too. She's not from the movie. She's a legend, but not from the movies or from the TV yeah. shows. Mm. They have they had five figures based on the new movies, possibly new movie, possibly the Last Jedi that were mentioned but not revealed. They also had characters from Rogue One, including Jin, Cassian, a Death Trooper, and an assault tank driver. Uh, oh, and they will have vehicles as well. Speaking of which, have you guys noticed in Rogue One the Adat drivers? Or ADAT pilots are the assault tank drivers. Yep. Well, it's probably um, what it is. Is they're not an ADAT driver or assault tank driver. They're just heavy vehicle driver. Yeah, probably. Did we have this conversation already? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't think so. I just don't remember. So some of the vehicles they're going to have is the Imperial assault tank in 2018. That uh-huh. thing looks cool. <laughs> they said it may not include yeah. a figure because all of the money for the production was put into the design. <laughs> It is made to the correct scale. Ooh. Features working treads and is super detailed to the point of including a coffee cup for the tank commander. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I can't wait till that comes out. Yeah. At least one of the containers on the back opens up, exposing the Kyber Saber containers, which also open, allowing you to remove the cores. Interesting. It is not available for display. And then they're coming out with some Force of Destiny toys in an 11-inch figure, 11-inch line. Interesting. Uh, some of the action figures, Ray will have a lightsaber slashing feature when you squeeze her legs. And Padme features her pilot costume from Attack of the Clones and blaster pointing action feature. Sounds like some good stuff there. Mm-hmm. That tank. Ooh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. The problem is, was that tank for the um, 12-inch Black Series, or was that the regular 3 and 3 quarter inch series? I think it's a 3 I and 3 quarter I believe okay. it was, yeah, it's a 3 and 3 quarter inch. Because if that's with the Black Series, you're like you're like a $200 price range or so. How much is that Elite <laughs> TIE Fighter? Oh, jeez. Uh, I don't even remember. It's up there, though. Yeah. The Assault Tank will probably be between um, 40 and 50 bucks somewhere in there. Probably. Which is about right for the vehicles for the 3 and 3 quarter. I love that it's made to scale. That's awesome. Yeah. But there was one other panel also at um, that was at Comic-Con this week, uh, or um, Comic-Con, and it was actually the Last Jedi books and more. So this is most of these books and things that are coming out in the next couple months are basically your um, intro or what they call the road to the Last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, some of these actually have a description. Some is just the cover. So um, uh, some of these I'm going to kick through pretty quick. It's The first one is actually they gave us one interior page and then the cover or one of the covers for the Star Wars adventures comic book series and the panel they actually give from the book itself is ray inside of some kind of a base being attacked by an entire army of titos right well so this, this is probably a scavenging mission this is the all ages book that's being done by idw okay i do like the art style mm-hmm. on it yeah yeah the next one is they give us the cover for um star issue wars mace two. windu jedi of the public issue oh. number three yep now, this has, now above that you get uh, issue two of the cover for issue two of star wars adventures oh is that what that is okay see my the thing here didn't show me what the actual um thing was i was giving a sneak peek by my shop paid. ah well the next one under that they show us um what is it it doesn't even say what issue it is but it's star wars thrawn the new five issue um comic from marvel that's i coming can't out. wait to read that i can't you said yeah. this was mike you said this was an adaptation of the novel it is an adaptation of the novel um Okay. Ooh, Luke Ross 
is the is the artist and uh Jody ha- Hauser is the writer. Okay. And this looks like the same cover that was done for um for the exclusive book for Celebration. It's very similar. Yeah. Well, that's all they had in the way of comic books so far on this. Uh, next up, we get an uh, um, updated version of the Lego Ultimate Star Wars characters, creatures, locations, vehicles, and equipment, which on the cover is showing the Millennium Falcon, but it's got Ray and Finn in the cockpit. Yeah, that's. I think that's the newest Falcon. Yeah, probably, yeah. Mm, because yeah, that's, the, be. that's the newest newest Ray, because it's the gray outfit Ray. Yeah. Well, the next one they show here after that is we're getting more into the kids, more of the kids' books. It's um, the Star Wars Forces of Destiny novel, Tales of Hope and Courage, as told by Maz Kanata. Yeah, this looks... And the next one, yeah. That looks, this one what? That one looks good. Mm. Yeah. Um, anybody who liked the Forces of Destiny, this is probably right up your alley. I mean, I loved the Forces of Destiny. I mean, I, I maybe have to pick this up on my for me too. But um, the next one, it's just a black cover because they're not showing what it is, and um, it's got four different writers. So I'm assuming this is probably short stories. It's Star Wars Canto Bite, and this is another Journey to the Force or the Last Jedi. Uh, we're gonna get a couple of kids of the really kids books here because we have the World of Reading Level Two, a Level Two reader book of Star Wars, a leader named Leia. Um, we have another kids book of Star Wars Power of the force it looks like it's a picture book with um pictures out of all the different movies uh next one is you get actually these i want to start picking up i should have picked them up when they first started coming back out but the big golden books star wars tales of the force oh yeah we we have the little ones uh we've got we've got the seven episodes okay i i used to love well everybody used to have a lot of these when they were a kid because they were cheap (laughs) oh yeah five bucks now Mm-hmm. Uh, the next couple are, I believe, your intermediate or young adult readers. Probably is yeah. um, the first one is Star Wars Legends of Luke, the Legend of Luke Skywalker by Ken Liu, and then Claudia Gray's Star Wars Leia, Princess of Alderaan. Yep. Uh, the next one after that, we get to Star Wars Phasma by um, Delilah S. Dawson. I believe this is actually a regular novel, isn't it? Or is yes. this still another young adult? Uh, no, this is a regular that, novel. Okay. And then we get back into the comic books of the Star Wars Captain Phasma comic. Now, the Phasma book, well, actually, both of these were, were announced at Celebration. Okay. As well. Uh, more of the uh, now remember this is all Journey of the Star Wars The Last Jedi uh, right. the next one we got the Star Wars coloring book including all new ships and characters yep and we get a build a droid sticker activity book <laughs> uh, more sticker activity books of the glow in the Star Wars glow in the dark starfighters um, the next one it says cover not final so this must be a comic also because it's Star Wars annual 2018 yep it's, mm. Yeah, it's the annual. Okay. Next is Star Wars Stealth Mission, Book and Model, Make Your Own X-Wing. Hmm. And then another Art of Coloring book for Star Wars. This is a, more of your um, young kids' uh, coloring book. And this actually, actually has a bunch of those um, little, whatchacallits on it, porgs on it. On done, by, done by Katie Cook. It's a Katie Cook book. Okay. <laughs> Um, next, we got a collectible wood art. Incredible huh. builds BB-8 deluxe book and 3D wood model. That's neat. And then also we get an A-Wing version of that. And then an updated version of Star Wars. Absolutely everything you need to know updated and expanded. Now, I have the original one sitting here on my shelf. So this one may have to cut. I may have to get this one and put it beside the original. Oh, yeah. 
Um, next up after that, we get a Star Wars Kirigami, oh, cool. which is three skill levels, beginner, medium, and expert, and it's 15 different models to build, ready to build. Uh, we get a Star Wars Made Easy, Beginner's Guide to the Galaxy Far, Far Away from DK Books, uh, Star Wars Stormtroopers Beyond the Armor by Ryder Wyndham and Adam Bray. I'm not sure what this is because there's no description for it. The next one looks like it's the next one in the series of, remember the, um, the Jedi Code and the Book of the Sith, and they had the... Um, what was it? The um, what was the Mandalorian one? Bounty hunters. Something? Bounty hunters code. Yeah. Something um, like well, that. this one. Oh no, it's the Jedi Path. It was the Path of the Jedi. Was the first one. But it's right. a book that comes in the case and it comes up and out of it. Well, this is the Rebel Files, and it looks like it comes in the case with the mechanical case. You hit the button, it opens up and hands it to you. Now you can also get the um, the most of the books now separate without the their little vaults. Yes, but the vaults, the ones that come in the vault, they're more expensive, but they have all kinds of little like trinkets and collectibles and things in there. Yep. So um, now it says from here, it says the Star Wars The Last Jedi, all titles on sale December 15th for this. First one is a kid's book, and this one actually, these ones actually have descriptions. It's Star Wars, Chewie, and the Porgs. Uh, this is from um, writer Kevin Shinnick. Artist is Fiona Sai. And it says, from Emmy Award-winning writer Kevin Shinnick comes the lovable tale of Chewbacca the Wookiee and the pesky Porgs of Octu Island, featuring a really adorable illustrations by Fiona Heist. <laughs> well, if you did then, then you may have even more of a bad feeling about the next one, Star Wars The Last Jedi, Cobalt Squadron. This is written by Elizabeth Ween. Our artist is Phil Noto. Ooh, um, New York Times bestselling. Well, this is, I think he's just doing the cover for it because this is actually a novel, I believe. Um, it says, New York Times bestselling author Elizabeth Ween, codename Verity, Rose, um, codename Verity, Rose Under Fire. Uh, I guess that's some of the stuff she's written. Uh, journeys to a galaxy far, far away and brings readers the harrowing story of the courageous bomber pilots and technicians of Cobalt Squadron. Uh, next up, we get a kid's book of Star Wars The Last Jedi, Rose and Finn's Mission, written by Ella Patrick, and the artist is Brian Root. Uh, Rose and Finn rally for the resistance in this film tie-in storybook. Includes foil stickers. Next, yes. Then we get uh, five-minute Star Wars stories strike back. Now, my daughter's got the uh, first book of this. That's okay. awesome. Five-minute Star Wars stories. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm. Okay. Well, the description for this one is it's got various authors, and Pilot Studios was the artist. It says, uh, um, brand new collection of 12 action-packed retellings that span the entire Star Wars saga, including two tales from Star Wars The Last Jedi. These exciting stories can each be read in just five minutes. Perfect for their galactic adventure at light speed. So it sounds like a good like bedtime storybook. They are great bedtime storybooks. Uh, next up, we get another um, World of Reading book, another level two. It's Ray's Journey, written by Ella Patrick and artist is Brian Rood. Ray travels to the distant planet Octu in search of the long-lost Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. <laughs> The next one up is one that um, almost every Star Wars fan I know loves these books. The Art of Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Author Phil Sostick uh, stepped inside the, the art department of Star Wars, The Last Jedi, and experienced the creation of fantastical worlds, unforgettable characters, unimaginable creatures, featuring content from the earliest gathering of artists and production designers at Lucasfilm headquarters in San Francisco to the fever pitch of production at Pinewood Studios to the conclusion of post-production at ILM. 
And the next one we don't have a cover for, but it's DK Books Star Wars The Last Jedi Visual Dictionary. That's another one that almost all Star Wars fans usually have sitting on their shelf. I have the um, Force Awakens one, is, one. Okay. Well, no big surprise. This one, the author is Pablo Hidalgo. Um, and the Visual Dictionary is the definitive <laughs> guide to Star Wars The Last Jedi, revealing the characters, creatures, droids, locations, and technology from the new film. Packed with 100-plus images and information as penned by Star Wars scribe Pablo Hidalgo, it's a must-have for all fans who want to go beyond the movie experience. Uh, another one from DK, you get the—this is another—like I said, this these ones you get with every movie. You get the Star Wars The Last Jedi Incredible Cross-Sections. Yeah, I love those Author, ones. Author is Jason Fry, which does a lot of these books, and the artist is Kemp Remillard. A fantastic hardcover book that goes inside, literally, to show the inner workings of 13 vehicles from the upcoming movie. Star Wars The Last Jedi. Each vehicle is fully colored, or full color, complete with cutouts um, to all the pertinent features of each ship. Accompanying comprehensive text, making this one of the best reference guides for the new craft of the Star Wars galaxy. Um, And most of these all say um, covers not final because these books are still... Um, being written a lot of time. The next one is another one from Jason Fry. It's Star Wars The Last Jedi Bomb- Bomber Command. Complete with stories, secrets, and insights, this guide will immerse readers in the world of Cobalt Squadron from Star Wars The Last Jedi. It includes gatefolds of exclusive artifacts, including Starship schematics and more. Um, <clears throat> another one that's coming out is Star Wars Movie Making Magic Creatures and Aliens by Mark Salisbury, the first in an immersive line of behind-the-scenes books for kids. Star Wars movie-making magic, Earth creatures and uh, creatures and aliens, uses the strange, creepy, iconic creatures and aliens of the entire saga as a lens through which young readers will enjoy the visual and interactive tour of the history of filmmaking and special effects. Exhaustively researched include or exhaustively researched includes archival interviews with iconic talent such as Ralph McQuarrie and Stuart, Stuart Freeman. Along with new exclusive interviews with Neil Scanlon, Doug Chang, and Dave Filoni. Um, these ones, I've not read one of these, but I've heard the, the, the recipes in these are amazing. We get the Star Wars cookbook BB 8 ATE instead of um, the number 8 mm-hmm. Awaken to the Force of Breakfast and Brunch. This is written by um, Laura Starr. The photographer was Matt Carden. And awaken your inner force with 29 intergalactic breakfast recipes, including Admiral Akbar's, Maz Kanata frittatas, and more. <laughs> each easy to use or each easy to make mouthwatering recipe features characters and scenes from Star Wars: The Force Awakens, along with some from The Last Jedi. Star Wars action figures grace each photograph, um, set in epic scenes from the films including an extra helping of humor on the side. And there's, wow, they're still coming. Star Wars The Last Jedi, another, this is a DK reader now, level two reader. It's um, Heroes of the Galaxy Fight the First Order, packed with facts you need to read. This is written by Ruth Amos, the 48-page reader aimed at helping young readers develop their reading skills, focuses on introducing them to the characters, vehicles, and locations from highly anticipated new film, from the, from the highly anticipated new film, Star Wars The Last Jedi. Uh, then we get another uh, model book. This is Star Wars: The Last Jedi book and model. Make your own Tie Silencer. I and love the Tie that Silencer. Ship. Yeah, if anybody doesn't know, that's actually Kylo Ren's new Tie Fighter, which is amazing looking. It is. It looks so awesome. And this one, instead of an author, you get a paper engineer, Neil Manning, and illustrator Rob Ball. Learn about Kylo Ren's starship, the Tie Silencer, 
Press out pieces to build your own model of Kylo Ren's tie while reading about some of the new ships and characters from the Star Wars The Force Awakens. And then um, everybody knows of DK from their sticker books. Well, we get a Star Wars The Last Jedi Ultimate Sticker Collection. A 72-page sticker book includes more than 1,000 stickers. Um, of the main characters, locations, vehicles, and props, featuring all new content from the highly anticipated film Star Wars The Last Jedi. Um, these ones were always fun, too. The Star Wars Last Jedi soundbook. It's the one with the um, little touchpad sound effects yeah. on the side. Uh, it's relive key scenes of the Star Wars The Last Jedi in this storybook filled with all your favorite sounds and sound effects from the new film. Then we get a Star Wars The Last Jedi activity book with plus 50 stickers and who you can never have too many stickers nope um explore the world of star wars the last jedi in this exciting activity book packed with mazes code words puzzles and many more activities plus three sticker scenes to complete with over 50 stickers um the next two we knew were coming it's the star wars the last jedi the junior novelization written by michael kogi and star wars the last jedi the actual novel by Jason Fry. And that is the complete list, as far as we know, of the Star Wars <laughs> The Last Jedi Road to the Last Jedi. There's a lot of books coming for this series. Yep. Yeah, there is. But there's really only a couple of books that are would be considered regular adult novels. There's only a handful of those. There's a lot of kids' activity books and kids' readers and young adult books. Okay. Well, so. it is, I'm starting to drift a little bit. It's been a <laughs> long week. I think we all yes. are. Um, I'm going to quickly, I'm just going to hit the first couple of weeks of August of what books are coming out. Uh, we got the Rogue One, a Star Wars story trade paperback coming uh, August 1st, along with Lost Stars by Claudia Gray. We just talked about that, didn't we? In one of the books Lost Stars has been out for a while, hasn't it? Or is this no. the trade? I think it's the trade. I thought it was on this list. I didn't- Claudia Gray was on this list. Or are you just a- thinking of last week's episode? Uh, Claudia Gray's got Leia coming out. Uh, it's the young adult paperback novel. Uh, Forces of Destiny, Daring Adventures, Volume 1. Uh, Sabine, Ray, and Padme. Uh, Forces of Destiny, Meet the Heroes, World of Reading, Level 2. All comes out on the 1st. Uh, for New Comic Book Day, we got Rogue One, Number 5, and Darth Vader, Number 4. Um, and then, no new books the following week, but New Comic Book Day... We have Cassian and K2SO. It's a one-shot. Um, I believe that's probably going to be like a four ninety nine book. Um, and then we got Dr. Afro number 11 coming out. So, you know what? Let's go ahead and finish off the month. Tuesday the 15th, Adventures in Wild Space number 4, The Darkness. It's a children's paperback book. Then the new issue of Star Wars Insider number 175 comes out. Uh... I've actually new- been looking for Star Wars Insider. It seems like it's harder and harder to find on regular store shelves. Mm. If you go to like a Barnes and Noble, someplace like that, you're going to find it. But you used books to be a- able to find it like on grocery stores and stuff. Yeah, it's Books a Million has it as well. Yeah. Um, Star Wars number thirty-four, Poe Dameron number eighteen, Jedi of the Republic, Mace Windu number one. Uh, actually, the first two, Star Wars number 34 and Poe Dameron number 18, come out Wednesday the 16th. Mace Windu, Dr. Afra Annual number one, uh, come out on the 23rd. And then Tuesday the 29th, we have The Force Awakens, children's graphic novel by IDW Publishing. And then um, Star Wars number 35 comes out Wednesday the 30th. So that's the upcoming books for, for the month of August. Which is just a day or two away. Oh, yeah. So, um, 
but before we end end up in some laughing gas or nitrous nebula that's going to put us all out, any (laughs) final thoughts? Uh, Nope. No, I think that's it for tonight. I I just wish that uh, there was more of a presence, more of a a thing with Lucasfilm at San Diego this year. But I totally get it. D twenty three was the week before, and that's where the big hurrah was. Plus, we had celebrations. So, I think that's probably that may be one of the reasons they put it the week before Comic Con, so they didn't have to do Comic Con because it's only a couple hours up the road for D twenty three. Yeah. So have a presence on the floor, but don't have to worry about doing any big announcements. But you know, sister companies, Marvel did quite a bit. The Disney, the Disney animation with with Ducktales and the announcement, Darkwing Duck's going to be part of the. The Duckverse, <laughs> and we'll make an appearance in Duckburg. Um, Good. So some of that type of stuff. It's cool. Well, Darkwing was always loosely um, related anyway, because Launchpad was in both DuckTales and in Darkwing Duck. Ah. Uh, right, yeah. But alternate universes. Yeah, it's still so, Launchpad. True, but not the same universe. That was the catch. They said they were never both in the same universe. Hmm. It was... <laughs> It was Disney who created the multiverse. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, a- any final thoughts? Going once, and then going twice. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jinx, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the Rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2! Oh,